Welcome back to episode 16 of Survival of the Fitted. You're chilling with here with your boy, Joe Williams, AKA Sneakerhead Joe. We got Ian Pierno. <laughs> we have a slam oriented episode today. You guys are gonna love it for all of our sneakerheads out there. We have Max Resitar, AKA not even the head of Slam Kicks. This man is Slam Kicks. We have a mm-hmm. great episode. Nice interview. We're gonna go ahead and run that right now. Let's get it. Yer. Yer. Yo, we out here. This is episode 16, which means our 15th guest. It's Max Resitar. If you don't know, he's like the head of Slam Kicks. He's basically the forefather of Slam. He keeps the voice alive. He's not a huge basketball guy, but the biggest hoop dude I know. What's going on, Max? What's up, Ian? Thank you guys for having me. Joe, what's good, baby? Appreciate you guys having me. This is a, this is an honor. Of course, of course. So I think, well, real quick, just tell us what you do real quick. People know about Slam Kicks, I'm sure. Yeah. Slam Kicks is kind of League Fit's dad anyway. So speak, speak <laughs> so, on what you do real quick. Yeah, no, there's. I'm not the head of Slam Kicks. I am Slam Kicks. It's only me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was Joseph Sherman, who used to work at Slam. He and I were the first ones to post on League Fit's. So it definitely mm-hmm. is a little lineage right here. Shout out to uh, that Kobe <laughs> and LeBron post that we did. And then yep. you guys, Ian, you took that and ran with it. Joe, you're running with it right now. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 all connected. I mean, you guys know this. Slam is we're a small team, and we all do a shit ton of stuff. So there's nothing new. Yeah, facts. But like Slam kicks. Like, why did you become the kicks guy? How did that happen? Uh, keep it a buck. I just didn't really leave Slam after my internship was done, and then the guy who was slam case before me a my mentor my qui-gon jinn who he sacrificed himself for me uh he <laughs> he let me he let me take over slam kicks and then you know big figs that god was like this is gonna be your show and started with kicks number 20 which is uh i did 20 different covers for the 20 best sneakers of the kicks era mm-hmm. and i wrote the majority of that issue and then have, haven't looked back since then that's what's up. That's what's up. And so League Fits, I think, is unique because it was kind of like the first or at least first big like athlete basketball fashion page. But obviously there's been tons of kicks pages. Mm-hmm. But I think kicks, slam kicks specifically has kind of a unique uh, viewpoint. Speak on that for me real quick. Yeah, slam kicks. So first of all, it's, it's just basketball, right? Like, you know, you have the Goliaths that started in the internet days, like Nice Kicks and Soul Collector and forgive me for forgetting the people who were here first kicks on fire, all those guys, but uh, mm-hmm. that's a super digital space. And it's, they, you know, they do all of everything they do. Pharrell rocking, da, 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 da. they do Kanye rocking, da, da, like everything. And so slam case is just basketball. And then within that, you know, it's similar to what you guys do, right? Like it's, it's basketball, but it's not just, I'm not just saying, yo, this dude scored 95 points and you know, this pair <laughs> yeah. did it like, I try to get crazy with it. You know, I try to, I try to get crazy with it. I'm, I'm in the middle of researching Superman right now. Cause Colin Sexton is wearing the DB fours, the Jordan fours, and it has the Superman logo on it. So I'm trying to connect Superman to Colin Sexton. So he's Colin, he's not Clark, but he's still Colin I'm trying to figure that one out right now. But that's yeah. a, that's a little example, you know, and then you get into the writing stuff and that's a whole different world, honestly, like, you know, in the magazines that I've written, yo, it's, it's, I've written about, elephants and i've written about um how the greek alphabet was discovered and i've written about 
airports and how that has influenced the patent leather on the Airdrone 11. It's, it's a whole bunch of different shit that I try to combine within basketball and through the lens of basketball, but then just like blow it up into this big mushroom cloud yeah. of, of life, you know? What are the connections between airports and Jordan 11s for us casuals who don't know? When Tinker was looking for inspiration for the 11, he noticed in Denver, they have these, um, this unique roof design. And so when he was looking at that, it, it gave him inspiration of how he could house the patent leather with the nylon mesh of the Air Jordan 11. So it was, it was how he was able to construct these two materials that no one had put into a basketball sneaker before. And that gave him the, the push to be able to construct the sneaker in the way it is. And that's the patent leather shine that we saw in Orlando in 1995 and just to the moon now, you know, you guys know what the 11 is now. So that's yeah. like, that to me is, is the most interesting part of design, right? And what you guys do and what the sneaker world does, like it's, it's the um, capacity to observe things and then translate them into this lens that no one else could have even conceived you know like there's got to be something that you guys are looking at for league fits merch and just being like this is the most wild out there shit but on a piece of clothing it's gonna make an instant classic so that's yeah. what tinker was thinking about that's what's up that's what's up yeah. so obviously there's such a i think when it comes to you know the reasons we love basketball goes beyond just the game i think both everyone here loves basketball culture is sneaker culture and fashion culture are both a part of that. But I think sneaker culture, I think everyone can agree, definitely came first. Mm. But I think sneaker culture opened the door for fashion culture in the NBA. Would you agree? I would agree. I think one of the things that happened is you date it back to Kobe and AI and T-Mac, right? Like mm. the dudes that didn't wear suits mm -hmm. and the dudes that then got – well, Kobe wore suits a little bit. But no, because even there's that moment at – um. Teen Choice Awards where he wins the surfboard and he's got the yeah. overalls on and he's wearing the, the the Sunshine Kobe's, the Adidas. So no, su Suits were actually like old Kobe. Like when he was like older, it was kind of like after when yeah. you didn't have to wear suits anymore, that's when he started making suits his thing, which is actually exactly. dope. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I think it goes hand in hand. I, I do think that because of MJ and then later because of Iverson with the questions, sneakers got the push, right? Like they got the big mm -hmm. push. Then you look at the fun police also, you look at, um, what Larry Johnson was doing with Converse and there's this big marketing push for footwear shit just takes off like crazy and then as dudes stop wearing the suits that like Patrick Ewing and MJ and all those guys were wearing then it just it blows up and then bro I, I, I promise you there's this photo of Russ and I I don't think I was an intern but I had to have like just like just gotten full-time hired because mm -hmm. Russ walks into the arena and he's he's wearing the Gatorade collection that Jordan Brand did a few years ago. And yeah. I posted that on Maine mm -hmm. and I got messages and it blew up. And I got messages from Figs and from Peter Walsh, who is like my Yoda. And he was yeah. and they were like, yo, like this shit is taking off. Like they could see the fashion stuff was really starting to pop on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I think I think it's all just like this gradual build. And then, Ian, you take you come in and explosion yeah and also like dude basketball sneakers were like the first shoe that people were wearing yeah. while not like no one wears football cleats when they're not playing football or golf shoes when they're not golfing no. or soccer shoes even really you know what i mean like some people rock like the indoor soccer shoes but it's just not even on the same like plane no, like no. basketball what was, sneakers what was like the, 
What was the first pair of basketball kicks that broke your guys' neck? That's a good question. I was super into shoes in high school. Actually, nickname alert, Sneakerhead Joe. That was my nickname in high school. I just want a new nickname for the week. No, so it wasn't. Joe. It literally <laughs> so was. Joe, I swear to God. Wait, that was context. the nickname. Yeah. Context. Joe gives yeah. himself a new nickname every week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so Sneakerhead Joe. Joe, what was your first my, basketball my OG sneaker nickname, when you were like, yes. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's just let's get to the actual. What was the first shoe? I actually didn't have an answer for this shit. I just wanted to say that my nickname was Sneakerhead Joe. You don't have an answer? Here, I'll go. But you can go I first. I'll go right after you. I promise. Um, so this is probably later in life than most people. Um, but my first basketball shoe, where I was like upset because growing up, like when I would hoop, I just had like the raunchy, like dirtiest shit. But um, when I first got a pair of the Kyrie ones, mm-hmm. um, it was this yellow pair, and like I actually still have that sneaker. Like the bottom is so destroyed like, and slippery. Go ahead. Green, green accents. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a navy. About. It's like a greenish blue check and then green accents Mm -hmm. and that was like my first thing i just like fell in love with it bro i like i bought it off this dude in fayetteville north carolina he was like hey yo i got carriers i actually got two pairs from i got the yellow pair and then i got a black pair that also had like a green accent on it it was two pairs of carry ones what was the transaction like you pull up on him on in like a parking lot yeah, yeah. Oh, I pulled up on the parking lot. And I, I remember I literally downloaded Cash App onto my phone um, in order to like buy the shoes. Uh, I think it was like an iPod at that point. I don't know. But um, yeah, so I bought those sneakers and like I was just like obsessed, like those yellow ones. And even like to this day, they I don't hoop in them anymore, but I will like never get rid of them. I don't play 2K anymore, but like during COVID, I played 2K a ton and they didn't have, they had like the Kyrie One silhouette in the game, um, but not that colorway that I have. And if you spend like 20,000 VC or something like that, you can like customize the colors. And I remember holding my sneaker and customizing all the colors in the game for the silhouette and paying 20,000 VC, which probably could have made my three-pointer like a 100 instead. Yeah. But so I got yeah, my but, sneakers. So yeah. my guy rocked the sneaker in the game and it was like mine. I was like, yeah. it was so late because it was the first time I could wear those. They're just like unwearable now. I was like, hell yeah, I'm finally wearing the sneaker again. So... Um, so I've been that, wearing that to me, Ky- bro, that mm-hmm. to me right there is that's like the power of footwear, right? Like you just talked mm-hmm. for like two solid minutes with a big <laughs> ass, with a, no, with a big ass smile yeah. on your face about one pair. And I think mm-hmm. that's, I think that's the most beautiful part of, of this crazy world that we're all in, you know, like that, that to mm-hmm. me is honestly like, that's love right there. But, yeah. uh, sneakerhead Joe, what's up? Yeah. My, my story is a little bit more tragic. I got cut <laughs> from like the seventh grade basketball team. But I got cut looking swaggy because, okay, this is like the Nike ID days. So the I'm Mick in Young middle effect. school. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So I'm in middle school and I'm like on, in the computer lab. Like our math class would go to the computer lab on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. I went to the computer lab and I was on Nike ID making this like pair of Kobe fives. And I just was like, I want to like black them all out. So I like literally like just blacked everything out or whatever. Didn't have any money. So I just had them sitting in the car. But these are the days where you just like make shoes and you would never buy them. You just have mm-hmm. them like just whatever yeah and i literally my aunt took me to like the nike factory near like the mall and i kid you not like i walk into the the store and they have like that's like that's like a general release colorway for the kobe 5 it was like a black <laughs> with like silver trim so i walk in and i'm like dude what the this i just like we have to get these and i got those and like a bunch of like nike elite socks back when that shit was cool oh, and then yeah. i got cut from the seventh grade basketball team but i look cool as fuck the whole time <laughs> so it was all good but that shoe definitely like spiraled and then even after that it was like the Kobe six had like the little, what is that? Like snake type mm-hmm. print or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, yep. I remember like thinking 
or I, I could like I see I have like I'll think of the shoe and I could think of a moment of like when the shoe was on the court or like Kobe like cuts and like dunks on whatever mood whatever guy's name is who played for the New Orleans Hornets at the time when they played him. Omeka Okafor. Omeka Okafor. Yeah, he dunks yeah. on Omeka Okafor and he has those shoes on. And I'm like, what the five remember? So like yeah, that the Kobe five was definitely like the start of sneakers for me. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, hey, sneaker sure. joke. And, and look at you now, bro. Fuck the seventh grade basketball team. Look at you yeah. now. <laughs> And I, yeah, fuck the seventh grade basketball team. You're listening to this. Fuck more than middle school. I'm just like, just go crazy. Speaking of sneakers, fuck them kids, right? Yeah, bro, bro. No, no. <laughs> Michael, Michael, we love you, bro. Anything you say is all good, bro. Oh, dude. But yeah, dude, so many memories are attached to sneakers. Yeah. It's kind of like music. Like, yes. Sometimes when I hear a song, I just like, I, I feel um, music, sneakers, and tattoos are all this way for me. Whenever I like see like a tattoo I have on myself or a hear a song, like my mind goes to where I was back then. Like when I see like those, um, mm-hmm. the one sneaker, hoop sneaker I've had before, uh, besides Kyrie's, I got a pair of D Rose sevens mm. when I was in college because NC State was an Adidas school and Dennis Smith Jr. was wearing <laughs> the uh was wearing the that that was a sneaker he wore during the game at NC State. And I got those sneakers because I watched Dennis and I like that was like a period of my life where I was like really just like grinding like crazy. Mm. Like I had already applied to like internet slam twice and not gotten it. So I was just like really grinding ironically. It's so, like now I still I'll still also have those sneakers and I won't wear them because I honestly just think it's a terrible basketball sneaker, but like it just reminds me of the hustle, and I love that about shoes. So, so when you say that right now, right in 2021, mm-hmm. what emotion do you feel? Like, what are you thinking of when you say that? The, the grind just like makes you want to go fucking work. Mm. Also, the D Rose Seven that was the last shoe I ever dunked in, and so mm. it will always mean so much to me. Ian. I've known you for, you did not dunk in fucking. I promise on my, I ran a four seven. I was athletic, dude. One leg off my left leg, right arm. I had to travel. But when you're like the white dude dunking in pickup games, like no one calls you for traveling. Like I'd pick yeah. it up at the three point line on a fast break, carry it like a football and go up and dunk it. Cause like I couldn't dribble and only take two steps and get enough momentum going. Hey, dedicated league fits audience. I'm calling bullshit right now. <laughs> like, dude i i, I have i have i have a screenshot of a video from my old ipod touch that has it and i will literally i will send it to both of you after this i in, promise in 240p bro. it's gonna be 240p bro yeah, yeah it is it's terrible it's at a lifetime fitness in apex north carolina it was the first time i ever dunked i promise i believe it just for the uh, details that's the only reason i believe it but you yeah, know what she was also like really hard I hope I'm not getting the year wrong, but I think it was what? like the 2014 Hyperfuse where like, I think those are shoes like Steph Curry had like dropped 54 in New York with those shoes. But like being in the Hi- Bay, what's up? Hyperdunks. Were they Hyperdunks? Yeah. Steph Curry at, at, at the Garden? No, I think Kyrie was a Hyperdunk too. I'm pretty sure Steph Curry had Hyperfuses on. They were like teal with like yellow. Did I just get yeah. slam kicks? Dude, Got Joe, oh, Joe, Joe was shit. like 12 years old. I'm not sure though. Yeah, watch out. Yeah. Whatever, but either way, dude, why don't we do some research? Steph Curry, I know you guys bro, can't see, but Max bay, is like firing away on the yeah, keyboard like, right now. Back. Better not fucking leave right. I swear on everything, dude. Uh, Might have to run that back. But dude, that was crazy. Oh. Those shoes, bro, oh my God. Like everybody on the basketball team wanted hyperfuses after Steph dropped 50, whatever, four. But that no, was you got, 
you got me. It's hyperfuse. I was wrong. All right. I'm gonna have to take your job, but yeah, you got it, bro. Password is yeah, redacted. <laughs> no, that was that was such a big moment, bro. I was in bro, I was playing ball that night. That was yeah. such a big moment, like at the gym. This was before we had like real good iPhones and everything, whatever. But people were like going crazy at that. Cause I'm, you know, we're in Queens, like we have mm-hmm. all those two nods that grew up Knicks fans. And this dude is just torching him. It was that's yeah. such a special moment. That's like the that's when Steph became Steph, you know. That's what now I'm saying, he's... dude. Like being in the Bay, I feel like we knew Steph like Stephen Curry and like no one else knew him. And I feel like that was like the one time where I remember going to school the next day. My friend Isaiah was like, Bro, did you guys see everybody's talking about like LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. He's like, dude, you guys see Stephen Curry? And I feel like that was like the one time where it's like, all right, Stephen Curry, you're not on CSN Bay Area anymore. You're like on NBA TV. Like, you're like the guy. So like, that was like the moment, bro. Those those shoes were insane for me. Thanks. No, that's such a great point. And now he's about to come out with the nine. Like this, Steph to me is such a good example of just bravery and like doing your own shit. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's what has separated league fits as well. It's like completely breaking the mold and then like continuing to rewrite the rules that you had already set down. Yeah. That to me, like, that's the same thing with, with this guy over here in the Bay. That's special right there. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Curry, man, it's so interesting. Cause the Bay loves, I'm from North Carolina mm-hmm. and like people from North Carolina don't love Stephen Curry the way that you think they would. Like yeah, if you, if you ask, if it's you so ask sad. people from North Carolina, like, yo, who you got one on like a game of twenty one? Brandon Ingram, John Wall, Harry Giles, Stephen Curry. <laughs> <laughs> People would play Harry Giles over Stephen. You know, Harry Giles would wax him. Yeah, why, why is that though? I don't know. I think it's just like North Carolina. Like for I've I've mentioned it on the pod before. We made JJ Redick talk about it, but like North Carolina, like I love North Carolina basketball, and I think I don't know. I think it's just like a grit thing i hate that word i think it's overused but like people love like like people love john wall mm-hmm. like people love brandon ingram like because like their high school games were so pop and like they all went all these dudes went to public school john didn't but like word not of yet. god is like kind of a fake school anyways so it's not even it's not like a private school you go to because you have money you know what i mean yeah. it's a private school you go to because there's like 16 kids in your graduating class and you play basketball um <laughs> but like so I, I think that's part of the reason but it's interesting well first anyway, of all shout out, to, shout out to cj leslie where the guy shout out to cj leslie yep, nc yep, state yep. um nick's g league team legend. <laughs> Can you play <laughs> yeah he, he was on the what is it westchester next yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah briefly <laughs> okay yeah. back on the the fashion kicks thing so we talked about like some like hoop and sneakers and most people don't wear um, hoop shoes like outside of when they're hooping. Not anymore. I feel like I, I feel like you probably still do. It it depends. So yeah, like there's a pair of. Okay, I'll give you an example. So mm-hmm. you can't really see it, but J Kid is on my right over there, and J Kid is yeah. on my left over here as well. So mm-hmm. he has a he has it's not really his signature, but it's pretty mm-hmm. much his signature. It's the Zoom Flight ninety five. Mm-hmm. And I got the jersey colorway that, like, when I still worked at Five Guys in, like, 2000 and, like, I was, like, 17 or 18 or whatever. Yeah. And I still wear that colorway out. I'll wear that with jeans. Like, I'll wear that with sweats. I'll wear it with shorts. I don't care. It's such a special – it's, like, this is the other part of footwear, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's this – the physical manifestation of the the men and the women that 
we grew up idolizing. Like I've been searching for the DT shocks since 2007, like Diana's yeah. signature. Like I've wanted that since I was 13 years old. I've never been able to get it, but the J kid thing, the reason I wear them with jeans or like with sweatpants or whatever, it's just like, it really, like, it really is like, it really is like, it's just like a, a power boost or something. It's like a video game, bro. Like the attributes go up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, like, it's like 2K. I just feel closer to J Kid. I feel closer to Mike. I feel closer to LeBron. I feel closer to Kyrie. All like on the line. Derrick Rose, bro. Like, oh my God. I can't, bro. Oh <laughs> God, bro. Like the crazy lights from 2011. Mm-hmm. This is before you guys' time, but yo, I wanted those so bad just because Derrick Rose was torching motherfuckers in 2011 and wearing mm-hmm. the, it was 9.8 ounces and like he could spin the thing on his on his finger in the commercial oh, I, I remember this i remember, remember this bro mm-hmm. that shit like blew my mind bro like i just wanted that to just to get closer to d rose like that's why i still wear the j kids outside like that that really is yeah. it's just it's like when you talk it's just the passion it's just a way to get closer Dude, that's what makes basketball players so epic is even yeah. when you're not hooping, you want to feel like Mike. You want to feel like prime Derrick Rose. Like, yes, and it's not even, you don't even have to be having a basketball on your hands. You just want to have like that mentality. Like football, baseball, like that, that doesn't like, no one's like, yo, I want the Brady mentality when I'm about to go to the club. You know, like, yeah. and, it's and not the, a thing. The best thing is when you have that, per, like the perfect example, Dennis Smith Jr., mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. he is not, and I love Dennis Smith, like shout yeah. out. Unfortunately, he didn't become what we thought he'd become, mm-hmm. but his impact is still there on you. Like you're still talking about the oh, yeah. Hero Sevens all these years later, and like I, that that to me is like that's why we do what we do at Slim, right? Is because yeah, facts. We have the players that we all love and the players that people don't even know we talk about. Like, mm-hmm. bro, like you know Terry Rozier. Like I I talk about Terry Rozier <laughs> with you. I talked about him with like Peter Walsh back in the day. Like that's the <laughs> motherfucker we just straight up love, bro. And like this is the coolest dude in the NBA. Bro, if you had a signature Puma, I'm getting that. Like, oh I'm my God, I went so fast. And I told Langston Galloway, I was, shout out to LG. I told him straight mm-hmm. up, like, I'm going to buy your shoe, bro. Like, do not send me your shoe. I want to yeah. support this because this is monumental. Like, footwear is monumental. We're going to sit here when we're all old and gray and when I have even less hair. Like, someone else is going to be doing this podcast, right? And they're going to be yeah. talking about, I don't fucking, like, you know, whatever, whatever comes out tomorrow. I don't know. The mellow ball one. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, bro. Exactly. They're gonna be like, man, I remember being waiting at school. Dude, for, for me, it was uh, at school because like our computers at home were shitty. We had to share with like my parents. So after school and like middle school and high school, we'd stay after school in the library and watch basketball highlights. And it was like the point where you didn't even have to like see it. You could just hear like the beat and you'd be like, oh, you're watching that Deuce Bellow. <laughs> um, yeah, but we would watch also watch the NBA highlights in like 2011. I think it was my freshman year. and I was at Enlo High School and that was when Derrick Rose was tearing it up. And I remember staying after school and sitting in the library and watching D-Row. There'd be like six of us hold around the computer. We'd be like, what? The-? I remember that. So like, dope. You just wanted to be him. It's so, that's so dope. And like yeah. the, the visceral response you have to that right now is so powerful bro that's amazing that is so mm-hmm. dope joe if, if if there was one person in the league right now that deserves a signature that doesn't have it who is it well does d'angelo Russell have a shoe because i know he has like the thing the situation with leaning and way away he doesn't have a signature yet but he has been he has led collaborations for the yeah I'm trying to get the deal, bro. Like, I've, even his shoes right now are tough, but like they're weird. Like, I don't know how to like get them. It's weird. Like, I don't know how to buy linings or it's. I don't there, even know there's, how to get it. There's a there's a store in Miami, 
like a dedicated store. And then other than that, you got to go online. But I think honestly, look, like leading, they're not going to get the attention that everyone else gets. But the work that they've done with with D Wade, now with Jimmy Butler and with D'Lo, First of all, shout out to D'Lo. That's fam. Two cover story. This is my guy. Big lefties. Uh, yo, the work they've done with him and with those other guys, it, like they're so unique, right? Like they exist in a creative space that other brands can't even touch because they can't be that experimental. So the D'Lo stuff, if he had his own, ooh. That shit would go crazy because they 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 work with like let me try to, they like alter the the geometry of the construction of this of their like so if you look at some way of wades like they're not built in the same way that a Kyrie one is built that russell's sneakers built with jordan brand it's super interesting stuff like the engineering in Li ning stuff is super different mm-hmm. yeah i wish i knew like the silhouette names but like there's some stuff i'm like because i follow like d'angelo on instagram i'm mm-hmm. like bro like some of the stuff is like super awkward looking yeah or he's like my favorite player so i have like league pass and i'll watch him play and i'm like dude like what i don't even understand like the structure <laughs> of the shoes or some of the stuff he walks in if he's injured he's sitting on the sideline he's like wearing some like i'm like dude how whose idea was it to make the shoe look like this but yeah yeah they're hella different and like he kind of fits the mold so like it just works yeah What's the equivalent of that for clothing? Like, what would be the equivalent of fucking up geometry? Homie, I would say fucking Rick Owens. I like Rick Owens shit. I know Are you he talking has like about a like chair. a brand specifically? No, I'm more so talking about like the the concept of uh, of of construction, right? Like, because when you look at at like the yeah. all cities, the those are the um, leanings. Like, it's they're just built in a way that's totally unique. I'd say there was, this is just one outfit, but last year, Kyle Kuzma wore this outfit and it was like runway Dolce & Gabbana. It was a bunch of different like blues and whites, mm. but like it had like the way the shoulders came out and stuff like it wasn't something. Cause like whether you're wearing a sweater or a t-shirt or even a tank top, like it lays on you the same way. Mm-hmm. And like, it literally had like shape to it. And it was like so geometrical. It was, it was interesting. And that, that was like, what am I, that was like my favorite outfit of the season. I love that. Um, I love that. Yeah. I, I mean, being different is is the best. And like that's coming up with something. I love Kuz. Exactly. Exactly. And that's mm-hmm. totally unique. Like, did you see anyone else with anything close to that? No. And the funny thing is, is Kuz picked it out for. So Kuz, actually, one of my good friends, Trino, wins Styles Kuz. And people are like, oh, I haven't Styles is lame. But really, it's like a collaborative thing. Mm-hmm. But Kuz was the one who wanted that. And Trino was like, nah. <laughs> I think it's kind of fucking lame. But Kuz was like, no, I need you to make sure I get these pieces. And like for something that's on the runway, like they only make like one. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need you to like get that. And like Kuz put that. That was like, it was all his idea, which I think is so sick. All right. So I heard um, you guys talk to JJ about this, right? To JJ Rice mm-hmm. about this. But like the concept of fashion just like being what makes you guys happy. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any response to what JJ said? Which part? So to to I'm asking this because in the same way that the stylist was like, no, that's lame. But then Kuz yeah. was like, no, I like I fuck with that. It's, it's, what would you guys say to some kid in Idaho being like, my friends call my fashion lame? There's like no such thing. Cause like you really just dress for yourself, right? And like you also dress for other people, because like self what is self-expression? Like if there's nobody to express yourself to, then you're not expressing yourself. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I have like tattoos, for example, and if I never saw anyone, if I was like a hermit, I don't know if I'd have tattoos, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they're also for me. So fashion is to express yourself to others, but it's because, you know, what we wear when we sleep 
you know, it's nothing. I wear like a gym short and like no shirt. You know what I mean? But like when we're out, like, but it's also for ourselves. So I think that if someone says it's lame, it doesn't matter because it's just about how you feel in it. You know what I mean? Because it's for you. It's for others to see, but it's for you to feel. Does that make sense? I know I kind of rambled facts. real quick. No, facts. I, I yeah. agree with that. Joe, what you got? Yeah. I think I'm 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 on the same wave is Ian on that one, but I just have to add like a little footnote that like takes time too, because I could, I remember thinking that and hearing that answer when I was like 15 in high school. And I was like, well, yeah, but at the same time, like I want to be cool. And like being cool is like being accepted and like you can't be accepted if you're different necessarily. So like you want to wear like what the rappers are wearing or you want to wear like the brands that are cool and stuff like that. And like, you have to go places, certain places to go and get that. And you're going to look like a mannequin at the end of the day but when you get older and when you start using that mindset mm-hmm. then like that's when you start like i feel like establishing your own cool because i think a lot of people look at like because we're talking about athletes and stuff like that a lot of people look at like athletes and like oh like how we we're just talking about d-lo like it's yeah. like oh yeah i love that like d'angelo or what did you write you said like when the tunnel trends like zig he zags like yeah. i love that he does his own thing and then it's like well do you like the like what like the fact that do you like the wave that he created or you like the fact that he created his own wave Mm. like do you want to do that or do you want to hop on his way so it's like that same mindset yeah and i think when you start looking this way that takes time like that takes maturity like yeah you're gonna have to get a little older before you feel comfortable wearing stuff that like other people think are lame so go ahead answer real quick like i definitely like agree like, I mean, there was a period where, like, you know, I'm from North Carolina, like, in college, like, dude, I started wearing, like, fucking boat shoes. Like, that was what wasn't, but it's because what everyone else was wearing. And that took so much effort. Anyway, a big comment that I see in the League Fits comment section is, like, Ayo, this dude is trying so hard to be different, right? And I, I hate that comment. That's my least favorite comment, even more so than they should worry more about their jumper and less about their closet. Like, I hate that comment even more just because, like, it takes more effort to be like everyone else, like, to keep up with what everyone else is doing, like, constantly acquiring, like, cheap shit to, like, make sure you're keeping up to make sure your grid looks like everyone else's grid. It takes far less effort to be yourself even if that's a little bit different than it does to be different. I think that's something that you realize, like, as Joe said, when you get a little bit older, but being different is way easier than trying to be like everyone else. That shit is fucking exhausting. Okay. So for both of you, this is what I was going to ask Joe, but it, it ties in perfectly mm-hmm. with what you just said. Mm-hmm. Ian. Is there a specific moment where you both realize that? Damn, that's a good question. Yeah, I know it I was. So. I definitely know. I don't know the specific moment, but I know it was like during COVID because I could mm-hmm. tell you like the last fit mm-hmm. that I had before the shutdown mm-hmm. was on some like, all right, guys. You know what I used to really love? I used to love when people would be like, "Oh, I see you in the blah blah blah." Like, okay, I see. They know what it is. You know what I mean? So like, right. oh, I see you in like the Supreme SS nineteen, like yeah. some stupid shit. Like, Me I already too. know what it is. Mm-hmm. I used to love those compliments, dude, because I used to be like, okay, like, oh, I'm kind of flexing. And then I started shifting like my mentality. And then now I started liking the compliments that are like the, dude, what is that? Or like, dude, where'd you yeah. find that? Like I was yeah. with my friend like last Saturday, we were in line at Six Flags. I was wearing this like hot pink vintage t-shirt. And he's like, dude, like, where'd you find that? T- or where'd you get that t-shirt from? I'm like, homie, this is like $2. I found this in a thrift store like last week. He's like, bro, I gotta mm-hmm. go thrifting with you. And I'm like, dude, like it's, that. that's what it is. Like the compliment it's kind of how you were saying, like it's like self-expression, how people perceive it. When you start seeing like the reaction you get to your clothes, like, okay, like I kind of like that whole, like 
where did you get that from? Like, that's like what I kind of value now, like being different in that regard. Yeah. That's easier than searching the web for some rare Supreme shirt, like emptying yeah. out your bank account. You know what I mean? Like being a little bit different, it's just, it's way easier. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that's what, what was the question that we were, that rounding all the way back, what we tell like the kid that's like, yo, yeah. my kid, like my homies think I'm lame. I'd say the only thing that's fucking lame is if, is if you try to be just like them. That'd be yeah. the only thing that could be lame. The only thing you can do in fashion that's lame is trying to be just like someone else. And you could take and, inspiration, man. Like I got a babushka because of ASAP Rocky, you know what I mean? But I'm not trying to be ASAP Rocky, you know? That extends beautifully to sneakers for me because if you mm-hmm. look at my, my mm-hmm. I got shit that, you know, the average 14 year old kid would be like, what is that? But yeah, it makes me happy. And I wear all those sneakers. And that's the most important thing to take away, if anything, wear your kicks because the glue is the glue is gonna come apart and they're gonna break down and it won't even matter. All your IG mm-hmm. posts, it won't even matter. You wasted all that money. But it goes into what these guys are saying, which is just do what makes you happy. Yo, while we're on the topic of Max's kicks, being slammed kicks, what is what is your sneaker collection like right now? Do you have like in a crazy collection or are you more just like I have what I like? No, um, I've given away a lot, but there there still exists like the foundation. So like my first, I mentioned Five Guys earlier. That was my first job. So the mm-hmm. first paycheck I went, I got from Five Guys, I went to Foot Locker at Roosevelt Field Mall, which is in, that's where Dr. J is from. And I, I bought four different pairs of kicks. I bought the, um, the Queens Air Force Ones. I bought the Grape Air Max 95s, some blue and white Air Max rights, and... Oh, modeling me or what was the fourth one? That's gonna frustrate the shit out of me. Doesn't matter. But I still have some of those pairs. And then you throw in like the blessings from the many brands, which I do appreciate. And then as well as like all the Nike ID stuff that I have from over the years. And then, you know, like the crazy shit that I'm not gonna tell you guys on the air, I'll tell you guys off the air, but the gifts from from players that I've met over the years, like so it's it's a it's a big collection of a whole lot of different stuff. Mm-hmm. but it's rooted in just the stuff that I like, like those zoom flight 95s, like the ones that I was saying I walk around in, if I, if I went to the park right now and like I was playing with the high school kids, like they would be like, what are those? Like, and yeah. not in a good, not in a good way. Cause that's a, that's a sneaker with the bug eyes and with the, <laughs> it just looks crazy. Uh, but I don't care. Cause it makes me so happy. You know, like I have like the guns and roses dunks from, um, Oh, eight i think they can't i just got them like i finally yeah. chased those down from 08 because that's my favorite band of all time and i was finally mm-hmm. able to get those in my size and like they look good and that's the last pair of sneakers i bought and that was july like i haven't bought a pair of sneakers since then because like i'm i'm content and i'm not out yeah. here to, to prove nothing to nobody like yeah you know you could read my work i know my shit you could watch my youtube videos i know my shit you could see my captions i know my shit i'm just out here the sneakers i want are the things that i want you know what i'm saying facts i love that yeah. i love that shit That's i got hard. one more question did did you ever wear the low top kds with cargo pants look with like cargo khaki pants when that was a low thing in like 2012 KDs. i remember that car- era i definitely had cargo shorts i'm not gonna lie to you i remember wearing cargo shorts with same with the orion air jordan sevens you might have to do some googles for that one i was in high school yeah. when those came out 
And I remember people at Dozo, shout out to Dozo in, in Queens. I remember people at Dozo being like, yo, these are fire. Like, I want to get the Orion 7s real bad. And it was like this weird era before, like, like you could still get Jays walking into Foot Locker, pretty much. Yeah. And so it was like that weird era where, like, everyone had the Orion 7s, Orion 7s, excuse me. And I wore them with, like, oh, bro. Damn, mm. you just triggered a crazy memory. Bro, I wore, oh, my God. The white and red LeBron sevens with the fly wire and the patent leather. I wore those to school like every day with cargo shorts. Like mm-hmm. I wore those like multiple times a week with the cargo shorts. <laughs> Cause that was the moment, bro. Like with the elite socks and everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, with the elite socks yeah. and like a polo. A, no, no, never that. Never, ever <laughs> okay. That, that was <laughs> no. that might have been in North Carolina. I think folks no, who wear yeah, KDs. No khaki shorts and like a polo with the yeah. nike elite socks it pulled all the way up like no wrinkles in the socks pulled oh, all the God. way up <laughs> like when they were called mid-calf socks yeah when they were mid-calf socks it was actually the middle of your calf yeah no oh, i didn't God. i didn't go that bad excuse sorry for the rambling but that was a big that was a memory you just helped escape from my mind uh but no shout out to cargo shorts no shame i have five no shame still. no shame Dude, yeah. i was wearing, I'll rock I'll right wear now. cargo shorts my freaking was it my sophomore year of high school or something like that? Yeah. I remember I had like my first pair of retro Jordans. Like my brother-in-law took me to like this mall in New Jersey. And he's like, all right, dude, you got like $200 to spend in this mall. <laughs> and it was like LeBron had like these low tops and there were some other like Roshi runs back when that was cool. Yeah. But yeah. then like oh. I was just looking and I was like, yo, what are those? And they were like Venom Air Jordan 10s. They weren't like a cool colorway at all, but it was just like a black colorway with like the neon green. Like you flip the shoe under and it has like the test or like the Ten Commandment type, whatever. And I was like, dude, these are hard. And like, I was like my first Air Jordan that guy and then i got like the kilroy nines after that yeah and that kind of sparked it because then after that i had got my first job and then i was just like spending all my money on shoes from this weird i don't even know if it's still a thing it was like a brand called trusted kicks in like milwaukee and i wasn't even in milwaukee mm. but i would just buy all my shit from there i had like all the military blue for and all that shit but yeah that was hard dude shoes was it before fashion like a lot of people get into fashion from shoes like that's where it really deprives from a lot of people yeah Are you, so you're, sure. you're not into footwear anymore joe Dude, not really. Like, I mean, I'm kind of yeah. getting back into it, but there was a weird phase where, like, I had just focus on like the clothes, and I would just wear like Vans, especially being like in California. But then yeah. now, like, I'm starting to like, ironically, it's not sneakers, but I just I'm starting to get into like boots and stuff like yeah. that. But I mean, I'm sure probably eventually. I, I actually almost wore some Travis's to class today, but then I flipped it out and just wore some Yeezy slides. But I might wear oh, some wow. sneakers. You never know. Pop out. Yeah. I, I mean, you just use the word weird right there. I don't think any of that's weird, bro. I think that's just your mm-hmm. personal evolution as a human being. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're learning about shit. You learn about what makes you happy and boots make you happy right now. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. I feel like sneaker culture just got like I used to be really into like sneak. I remember when one of my first slam paychecks, like as a full time employee, I got my first pair of Jordans, actually. Um, they were Mocha threes. Um, but like especially in like an LA where like sneaker culture, it's always just like, what's next? What's next? Like mm-hmm. I got really burnt out. So the only like shoe I really like spend money on now is like hooping shoes. Like my non hooping shoes, I have like six different pairs of Chuck Taylors and like a few pairs of Vans. And I also have a couple boots. Um, and like, I'd wear those every single day. So the only like sneakers I'll like add is usually hooping shoes which yeah. i just wear a hoop only um just sneakers like sneaker culture got like super exhausting you know what i mean like yeah yeah no i feel that i, I understand that i i think all right so I'll, I'll say two things so one is wear your kicks but the second thing is 
please don't define your happiness by whether or not you got that week's sneaker release. Like mm-hmm. it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of releases, like you're not going to get all of them. Not all of them are worth it. Like just keep it pushing. You know what I'm saying? Like these sneaker releases do not define you or your worth as a human being. Like there's mm-hmm. going to be another Air Jordan one tomorrow. There's going to be another Yeezy the day after that. Like just keep it pushing. It's, it's really not because you will get burnt out. Otherwise, like you will, find unhappiness more than you'll find happiness which is not mm. that is not any type of way to live facts yeah sneaker culture day is pretty crazy I'm not gonna yeah. lie like i'm glad i was in it like in 2015 because if i was in it now i would not be able to handle it i remember on the adidas i think it was like adidas confirmed app when they had just yeah. first started putting yeezys out and i didn't even have internet on my phone and i was like <laughs> on the city bus and I was like, bro, the turtle doves come out in however many minutes. And I'm like hitting the fucking bus stop thing. I'm like, dude, we have to get off right now because I have to run into the Starbucks and like go get these, try to get these shoes. And I'm like sitting on my phone, clicking the damn button for like 30 minutes and didn't even get them. Like that was one memory. There's people who do that every week on the sneakers app. Yeah. So I'm like, bro, hell no. Nah. You got me Dude, up. West Coast time, sneakers app drops at 7 a.m. 7 a.m., dude. Get up. Not worth it. Nah. Wait, speaking of sneaker culture, last question, Max. Uh, you're only like a couple years older than me, but I feel like there's a chance you might have. Did you ever wait in line for a, a sneaker? Yeah, absolutely. Bro, what, which the, one stuck out the most? My favorite. So the cover of <laughs> Slam Kicks, Jordan's Volume 6, Air Jordan mm-hmm. 11, it says the best basketball sneaker of all time. That's because I stood in line for the Bread 11s when they came out when I was in high school. I didn't get them. It was devastating. Mm. How long? Oh, bro. So this was December. In New York? Yeah. New- <laughs> uh, <laughs> For y'all that don't know, Max uh, takes yeah. a week of vacation every year and uh, stays in Queens. <laughs> so. Shout out to the bro. 718 till I die. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, it was in the cold and I didn't get them. And I was with one of my friends who will remain nameless because he also like almost had tears in his eyes. And we were at um, we were at Roosevelt Field again, like that mm-hmm. we were trying to be at at the full log at Roosevelt Field. It was devastating, bro. And that's that's you know like sixteen or sixteen or seventeen on me, like you know mm-hmm. that's what I did. Like I defined the next like three weeks off of not getting the bread eleven. <laughs> yeah, and I was just it was miserable, y'all. Like, but yeah, that's the one and only time I waited in line because um, you know I was too young for the pigeons. Like I was like 10 or 11 when the pigeons came out. So I couldn't get them then. That's a whole different story right there. That's some New York city history, but uh, yeah, no, that was it. Had you guys ever done that? No, nah. not camped out. No, nah. I've never waited got into it. They weren't for... even, it was just raffles yeah. at that point. Yeah. yeah, facts. They do raffles, but that's crazy yeah. though, that you, the whole bread 11 story, because I bought a pair of bread 11s and I ended up getting two left shoes from this like resale sneakers store. And they sent me two left shoes and they were both like, still like, you know, like that plastic that they air compress and wrap on the shoe. And they sent me two left shoes. And I was like, this was my one chance to get Brad 11s. And they sent me two left shoes. I had what to like call do? them. And they, I called them or I didn't even call them, dude. I like DM them on Instagram and they were like, are you sure? Like, are you sure we did? That? I'm like, no, dude, I'm lying to you. Like, yeah, you guys sent me two left shoes. And like, I had to like get, I'd send it back and they got my money back. But I just thought that was crazy. Cause like you waited in line to get the Brad 11s, didn't get them. I ordered Brad 11s, didn't get them. I just like effort. I'm not ever gonna try to get bread 11s again. But 
Yo, she was crazy I, though. They that's a miss. When I finally got my pair, it was it was the last retro. It took me that long to get that that pair. Really? I, I, yes, wow. bro. And I like took a video of myself opening them. Never, I, it's never been posted, but like just yeah for my personal archives, like because that was a big moment. Is that your favorite retro Jordan? I, by far, it's by far my favorite. I think the Jordan Eleven is a perfect basketball sneaker. Design, functionality, engineering—that's a perfectly made basketball sneaker. And then like you know, Air Max ninety five, salute, Hirachi two K ten, salute. Uh, but not Jordan Eleven is number one. I just think the bread colorways are the best. My favorite retro Jordan is the bread fours. Like that shoe is insane to me. Top five J's all time. They're all bread colorways. Bread ones, yeah. bread 11s, yeah. black cement threes, black cement fours, and infrared sixes. All black and red. Yeah. Facts. It's armor, bro. It really is like modern day armor. Like you put on a pair of black and red Jordans, nothing bad is going to happen to you. Yeah. Straight up. That's what's up. Well, yo, Max, I just want to thank say thank you so much. Thank you for guys. Man. Us so much time today. This was a yeah. lot of fun. Thank you guys. This is, Appreciate yeah, this it. Is, this is I had a blast. I just like I, I'm not gonna go hoop because it's less than 70 degrees out, but I want to hoop so bad. You're such a bum, bro. <laughs> <laughs> such a bum. <laughs> Thanks for tapping in, G. All right, bro. Deuces. Peace. Peace.